0: Welcome to On the Record with Tiffany. There are heroes throughout San Antonio, men and women that go the extra mile to make lives better. During the next hour, you'll be inspired as we introduce you to these unsung heroes. And now, here's your host, Tiffany Jones-Smith.
1: All right, and we're
2: back, right, with On the Record with Kevin and Tiffany. Here are on 9.30 a.m., home of Conservative Talk Radio, where you're getting a black first perspective from two wildly controversial black Republicans.
1: (laughs) Wildly controversial American descendants of the formerly enslaved. All right, Tiffany, it is uh, a good time to be alive, right?
2: That's right. Happy Black History Month. Now, I'm going to tell you, I believe uh, black history is American history, so... Every day is Black History Day for us at the Smith House, but Happy Black History Month to you let's and talk, yours.
1: Let's talk about that because I've seen a couple. Uh, what, what, what? What? How do I want to say it? Uh, a couple of dumb ideas floating around <laughs> about. Hey, why do you couple celebrate? A couple dumb
2: ideas. I've yeah, seen several. a lot of
1: stupid. Uh, ideas this idea of why so do important. we talk about Black History? The reason we talk about Black History is because Black people were. Pushed out or erased in most cases from black history. The only people I remember, I'm a little bit older, I'm 51. Who do you remember in history,
2: right? Okay, first of all, in order to be erased, you have to have been put there. Like, <laughs> <and> erase the <laughs> ha- happens when you've been there. That, I went through my entire uh, uh, academic career from age, sc- from, you know, primary school, secondary school, and never heard uh, about black a black name other than George Washington Carver. The peanut guy right? Uh, yeah it, like the only thing I thought black people invented was the stoplight and peanut butter
1: yeah and so that part is people well, erasing you out basically of history all
2: we were good for I, I, think, sandwich.
1: It's, I think it's funny right so mm-hmm. when you and our kids have history of sandwich is that you talk about George I, Washington Carver but you don't talk about Booker T Washington who actually hired George Washington Carver
2: to work at the uh, Stiggy Stig- Institute so you don't talk about the great you don't talk about the patents you You don't talk about the inventions. You don't talk about the the true nature and innovation that exists within this community. None of that was uh, even alluded to. Mm-hmm. And in fact, when when I moved to Europe and went to school there, that is when I began to hear black names more so than I ever did here. And black names that you didn't know about, right? That I didn't know about. That's when I began to read Baldwin. That's when Man. I began to hear uh, about um, names that we should have known. But we didn't. Uh, but didn't um, Maya Angelou? I, that's when I begin. Well, to well that's, those you guys don't
1: even have to play. say those guys. Those are th- those are recent people, right? We're talking mm-hmm. uh, Booker T. Washington, which is one person people love to bring out. Uh, we're talking uh, T. Thomas Paine, who actually wrote for <laughs> wrote Booker T. Washington's uh, biography. We're talking uh, a lot of people who contribute to. Contributed to America, who played an important part, who were completely erased from uh, African, erased from American history in the popular minds, right? And then were
2: never put into into uh, school history books, and you had to search for it yourself. Yeah. If you wanted to find out about it, it wasn't that we were erased. We were never included.
1: And then we talk a lot about coalitions, coalition building as well on this show, right? The need to reach out to others and find people with common ground. I mean, a whole host of... uh, uh, of, of coalitions that were built with uh white Americans that were completely uh, erased like church you that. know church is actually named after a union general who actually came down investigated how freedmen were being treated documented it in detail and returned and, and provided it to uh the president at the time that was one of the key factors in uh in busting up the original uh clan that's right there in church. I mean, you don't have to go very far there, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's uh right
2: in our own backyard, that is San Antonio history. That is Bear County history. Yeah,
1: and so when people talk mm-hmm. about uh, there is this, and conservatives, as conservatives, we love, love, love to talk about CRT, right? It's the boogeyman around the corner. And this is where Tiff and I, when uh, we talk about you needing to be a B1 first in the Republican Party when you come, is to stand up to stupid ideas like this, right? So CRT, CRT, yeah, Right? Really, what people are labeling these things as is when people are bringing up issues of slavery and mm-hmm. when we want to call slavery something else. Mm-hmm. The slaves were involuntary uh, servants, yeah, involuntary, some BS statement like that, right? When really just tell us the history and the, tell us what the history mm-hmm. is, right? As we get through it and then tell the contributions. And that's why people have these issues is that they, one, don't point to the, uh, African American success and a true story, right? Yes. And two, they don't point to allies that they are actually, believe it or not, right? If you just went by current history, you would think all white Americans were evil, right? They're the devil, as uh, one person would say, but they're not. There were people actively fighting along with black people to try to Here's establish. Here's the bottom line to this: history, uh, civil rights in those history
2: states. should be recorded accurately, and it should be told accurately. That's it. It doesn't require uh, a lofty paradigm to view history through. History is not, that is not what history is. It is simply recording the facts on what happened and then Each individual gets to interpret what those facts are to themselves. He gets to read the facts and your interpretation doesn't have to come through an academic paradigm.
1: I think, but it doesn't have to. You and I are going to have a slightly disagreement with that because I do believe on the conservative side when they say there is this uh, wave, if you will, to make America look bad. Right. And, and, uh, there is that, there, there are those people out there, you know, because I, I personally believe in American mm-hmm. exceptionalism, right? It drives a lot of my thought and everything. I think we are the greatest country on the planet, well, and we've contributed to well, that greatness.
2: Well, we don't disagree on that. I, okay. I think I believe in American exceptionalism, too. I believe we are, we are uh, a magnificent country, especially the fact that we're able to have disagreements. But I also believe that history is history. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. How we came to be what we are as a nation is rooted in what we did in our past. And every infraction against a people group, if you feel bad about that, that's on you. <laughs> it is it is what it is. Yeah. Okay. It- so, so, you know, I don't know what else to tell you. But trying to whitewash it is ridiculous.
1: But at the same time, right, well, let's talk, we're, we're getting a good debate. I like this. Uh, at the same time, right, it's how do you portray the people in history? Do you portray them as victims, as overcomers, right, in our day-to-day lives? How, again, how are the people that we refer to, uh, how do we see them? Do we see them as and heroes again, or victims?
2: history is history. It is not a portrayal of of somebody as a victim or a portrayal of somebody as uh, a victor. History is history. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's what it is. And it's
1: that simple to you, right? Oh uh, yeah. All right.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes. And everybody that's everybody that's trying to. Uh, blow smoke clouds around this, you know, I have to question, like, what your, what your motives are here.
1: Yeah. But history is often used to tell a story of how we are, where we are. So people go back and they reinterpret that. It's not
2: used to tell a story. It is the story of how we are, where we are.
1: But what do you highlight? What do you what do you in, in our day to day lives? Right. What do we highlight about the day? Right. What do we minimize about the day? And that is that is really the key of what's going on. So when you look at history, you look at there are things that people highlight, there are things that people downplayed. For example, right. You would have never thought that Ulysses S Grant was one of the was was one of the original civil rights uh, presidents right he actually had, he actually was gifted a slave right which he then turned around and freed that slave so he actually lived what he said right you would actually so if you didn't know that if you didn't have to search for that Right. You would never be aware of that. So my issue is that when we're retelling the American story and people are saying, well, we're looking for American heroes. Right. Where they're saying we're looking for white American heroes. They're all in history. You can find it. Ulysses S. Grant, American hero, the guy in shirts whose shirts is named after. That's an American hero. We don't have to look far. Right. So, yes, history is history. Right. But at the same time, when we're retelling the American story, we can highlight all of the American his- <laughs> all of the American heroes. Right. So Ulysses S. Grant, American hero. Uh, uh, everyone knows Lincoln, American hero. But there's all of these other people considered, quote unquote, radical Republicans that were American heroes. Right. One of the things that most people uh, don't bear in mind.
2: Washington, American hero.
1: Questionable. Right. But I like his overall mm-hmm. style. Right. Uh, the Repu- the Texas Republican Party started by black people, completely started American by black heroes. people who were later run out. Mm-hmm. Right. But there are examples of American heroes everywhere in American history. And the reason we celebrate uh, Af- I mean, Black, black History Month is. Is that you had a whole group of people completely whitewashed out of history, literally whitewashed out of history, and right? We're trying to bring those those, uh, those highlight historical those accounts so that people have a connection to the, to the country, so that people have a historical connection to the country. Because feel proud
2: Black of. history is American. It's history. American
1: history, and we're tr- and from my viewpoint, the reason we celebrate at the house is so that people feel a connection to the country. They know where this patriotism that we feel and that we have is coming from. You know,
2: what's funny to me is that is that in in all the hullabaloo and nonsense that is spread around uh, uh, people trying to talk against black history, they completely miss the fact that the some of the biggest patriots in this nation are black people because we know the United States, for all of her scars, for all of her... Uh, problems for her schizophrenia, and we love her still. Mm-hmm. And we have to so understand. We are our- amongst the most patriotic lovers of this country. With all that is right and wrong with it, we still love her. We are doing a special campaign at Texas Kidney Foundation. To get your kidneys checked It is called Silent But Deadly Because kidney disease is a silent but deadly killer And we need you to go to Our website SilentButDeadly.org Take a 12 question test And we will send you a kit To your house Get your kidneys checked At SilentButDeadly.org We're back with On The Record with Tiffany and Kevin here on 930 a.m. The Answer, home of conservative talk radio, where we are giving it to you straight with no chaser. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So one of the things that I
1: really wanted to focus on and it just came to my attention was I was talking to an individual and they were giving me the, the business about being a black Republican. Right. On, on and on, on. And one of the questions they asked me. It was a decent question, which was, how does it feel when you stand for, uh, for black people, right, in the Republican Party, and as you also seek to build coalitions across lines? And so my comment on that was sometimes it's difficult. Not a lot of times it's difficult, right, because we don't carry the votes in the party. At the end of the day, the nuts and bolts of it is can you get people elected? can you get the votes right and so that's one of the frustrations I find is that I know that we can get a lot of the things that we uh, that we desire right uh, if we build coalition's but but we also in that process of building coalitions we have to bring in large votes so that's often a frustrating thing right and then also when you when you see the when you're working behind the scenes and you see how we present and we filter through on the media it's it, it, we're oftentimes uh, we are catering to the uh, to the to the base where we can get the votes. That's just politics, flat and and plain. So that's a frustrating thing. The second thing that I often find frustrating, just in general, is that I feel that black people in general are often li- aligned to people that they don't necessarily agree with right but at the same time we're waiting for people in the Republican party to come over when we actually have to come into the party as a takeover almost in a lot of areas so when talking about that what do you find frustrating just as a black person in the Republican party cuz we're not going to tell you it's all rainbows uh and uh well puppy I'm, dog I'm Thames, different right? from you cuz I don't me.
2: spend all my time on what's frustrating i spend my time on looking at How I'm going to build what it is that I want. That's what I spend my time doing. You know that that's how I spend my time. I don't spend my time going, Lord, I'm tired of this. I'm frustrated. She's trying to start a fight here on
1: the radio. (laughs) I
2: don't know. I'm telling you're the one who brought it up. All right. I spend my time on what I can do uh, to build coalitions. I know that it takes time, and I'm in it for the long haul. Nobody's gonna. Nobody's going to work longer or harder than me. Okay. So I don't worry about what trifling thing is being done today, or how sad somebody feels about this or that. Because I know two things: I'm far more um, committed. To my mission, mm-hmm. and I will get the outcome I'm seeking.
1: Okay, look at you. So-, so
2: I don't worry about that. I worry. My my goal is to move swiftly and build my base. Because just like others have built one, we can build one as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, And one of the things that I think, uh, so just in that frustrating vein, right, is knowing how the system works and trying to communicate to others how the system works. I'm going to give you an example, right? Mississippi. I think it's a huge F, right, for failure for the state of Mississippi and then the governor there, on, and especially in Jacksonville and the water. And there are several other small cities as well uh, where the water supply is just horrible, right? Same thing in, in, in Michigan as well. In Flint. In Flint, in Flint, you know, Flint, I,
2: I worry but, about these water infrastructures. But, if you've got two cities that are like that, there are other cities that are on but, the but, brink but, of, of failure. But no, here's the deal
1: in Mississippi. Right. It's not an immediate solution, but it's a solution to to, uh, to stir these politicians. Right. I'm a Republican, but uh, I think every single Mississippian, black Mississippian, white Mississippian. But if you're definitely black, you need to go and sign up for the Republican Party and going into the Republican governor primary and vote the current guy out. Right. So who they, I don't care who they put up there, right? That current guy needs to be voted out because he gets a big F there as for failure. Also, I think, uh, there, uh, in, in, Mississippi, right? This is solutions, right? I think the NAACP that's there, right? They should be held accountable as well. And they either rally up and, and, uh, and posse up and get people to change over and vote out the, and vote out the current guy. And because a lot of frustration that, uh, that I experienced with the Republican Party is also on the other side the Democratic Party where uh, where you have uh, American descendants of formerly enslaved where they don't feel they're being heard they don't feel that they're being represented but at the same time they complain about I couldn't see myself going over and voting for the other guy
2: well let's go back to organization. okay when an organization says that their goal and I'm not talking about the NAACP in particular but I'm I'm talking about organizations that that are supposedly representing uh, black people. When an organization says that they represent black folks and a black agenda, then it should be bipartisan. It shouldn't be Republican or Democrat. They should be representing the needs of the people. So, you know, when when there's a, a massive infrastructure failure. Mm-hmm. Before the failure occurs, there are many red flags. Mm -hmm. And people uh, are engaging the political process because that's what we see there. People have been engaging. The leadership has been engaging the the, uh, political process. But the level of nonsense that goes on in politics, you've got to have a strong advocacy group. You know, and that's that, you know, that that's something that we talk about is advocacy. What are you really advocating for? Mm -hmm. Because that needs to be defined. A lot of these organizations are saying that they're advocating for uh, a particular group. And they're not. They're not because you wouldn't have major failures like this if they were out there really banging the drum.
1: Yeah, and I, I think we have a lot of people... And
2: didn't feel so ha- so hamstringed.
1: So let me comment on that, right? Let me come back with that. So I, I think a lot of the quote-unquote hamstring... Ham being hamstrung is because you, the commitment to one party and not the commitment to the people that you're
2: advocating for. That's right. you've right? got you've, to be committed to the to the cause that you're supposed to be advocating. Yeah, and you've got to be willing be something else.
1: But in that cause, you've got to be willing to work with anybody across the party lines. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I want to work with these individuals because our common interests line up, and then in that same token, You've also got to be willing to rally up a base of people to say, hey, we're pulling the parachute. We're going over here to this group. And more people go, well, we're not welcome. They're going to make... Know, the, hold on. They're, they're going to make me feel uncomfortable. I'm going to have microaggressions. And I'm like, fool, you are, you are in Mississippi, right? Do you know what our foref- what your forefathers in Mississippi had to endure? And you just got to endure someone looking at you crazy?
2: Well, Get a grip. Uh, okay. You're getting in the weeds on the I am. The weeds are important. what I, what I I'm saying here, what I'm trying to convey is, is that water infrastructure Mm -hmm. does not know a party. Everybody that's in that city that cannot drink clean drinking water, there are Republicans and Democrats alike sitting there without clean drinking water, unable to to function mm-hmm. properly as a city for months mm-hmm. and there there were red flags that this was coming for years prior to it so what i'm saying is is that there is no reason why in terms of uh Advocating mm-hmm. that there should have been a political reason that stops you from advocating for better water. If there is, there's a problem. Okay,
1: I like the ideal, right? But in reality. There's a
2: problem with your advocacy.
1: But in reality, there is a political. P- politics is really just the, uh, the division of assets, assets and, 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 uh, and resources, right? So there is a political drive. I agree with you, there should not be. Right, but if you are committed, especially
2: specifically in the case of water infrastructure.
1: But hold on, but if you are committed to a party, right, that you know is not going to be able to drive the change, and you have an individual who should be held accountable for that, right, that means I got to switch parties, and we're voting this person out in the primaries. He's not even going to get a chance to get up at bat. That's what I'm. I'm talking about the actual. How does this work to get this person removed? Right. So I, I, I want him removed. What,
2: I understand what not you're even saying, but come up to and I'm saying.
1: Yeah, yours is philosophy, mine the, is tactic. From the
2: beginning, you're correct. The the if you're advocating for a people, mm-hmm. then I don't understand how uh, that becomes so politicized.
1: Well, it is politicized. Right. It's very politicized. Right. The fact
2: that the people the advocacy from the advocacy advocacy point of view, because uh, like with, you know, I I understand the political I understand how things become politicized because I'm dealing with the kidney space in my regular life. So I understand it.
1: So but here's the deal. Right. That is philosophy. I agree with you on philosophy and theory. But now we're talking nuts and bolts on the ground. Nuts and bolts on the ground says we got a posse up and we're going to switch parties. If I don't know if they're a closed primary or not. If they're a closed primary, I'm getting all my people to switch over and we're going to sign up. And the current guy is not going to get a chance at bat again, period.
2: Well, I'd be We're going the, to
1: go with someone else.
2: I'd be the same way. I don't. And if and if the argument is that this guy is racist, I don't care. let racist one. We put up it's there. Not, not, be, you. not you. Not you. Not you. Not
1: you. That's the, that's. And that's my mm-hmm. stance on that. And just take because, a stick to it. But because you're saying you're advocating for people. So if you're advocating for people, we do a switch. We build a coalition. Right. Which is another thing that annoys me. Not that I don't want black people, the suffering and plight of black people to be highlighted. I do. Right. But I Mm -hmm. also Mm -hmm. want to see who if I'm if I'm building a coalition, I also want to see who are the other people that I have that we can build a team with to get this situation corrected. How are they suffering as well? So I want to see the I, I know Jackson is a majority minority city, but there are white people who live in Jackson. There are white people who are having to drink water from a bottle like we are. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to see those people on TV. And,
2: and uh, I want to and, see I want to build
1: advocacy. With but I,
2: I'm like, if I got to drink water from a bottle, I don't care what we have to do to get you out. I don't care who we vote in to get you out. You getting out.
1: We are gonna leave. we're gonna let you end it, right? I like that end. You kind of intense this morning. All right, so you've been listening to nine thirty AM, The
2: Answer, uh, home of conservative talk radio, where we're taking a stick to the needs of all of the ignorance. back
1: on On the Record with Tiffany and Kevin on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, home of conservative talk radio. Okay, so we're getting – you got some sleep, drink a little bit of coffee. You are ready to go, right? So as you can tell from the past two segments, right, uh, we are B1, and we do believe in building coalitions with others. Coalitions are important. Because coalitions are the way to bring about change. And I want to be with coalitions of people that are of my choosing – Right. Not where someone else is choosing well, has chosen them for me and someone else is at the agenda.
2: Well right? and, and I always like to say as I when when I started this program when it was just on the record with Tiffany. Uh, it's been more spicier since me. I've been in there. <laughs> <laughs> just the tipster. <laughs> and you had better guests, right? Um, better than me. <laughs> be quiet. Continue. I uh said and I still say that we're more alike than we are different. We are. You know, and we're in a, we're in a very polarized time when we shouldn't be. Because uh, the moment we all look up from the scrap of bread that has been thrown on the ground for us to, to fight over. Mm-hmm. The moment we all say, you know what, we're not fighting for the scrap of bread. What we're going to do is look at these situations that are wrong and make them right.
1: Mm-hmm. But on that whole thing, right, and uh, so everyone only, you see the world from the view that you see it from, right. I see the world from my view, and I, uh, and that is as an American descendant of the formerly enslaved, right. And so I see my people suffering, and I tend and we focus on that, right. Well, in the modern day America that we live on, live in, is not the same as it was, say in 1955, 1965, right. We live in a world where. Where we, as, where we have access to the, to the infrastructure, access to the system, if you will. And in my mind, my job and, and, and my mission, right, is where I can improve and better the lives of people who look like me. Right. And I know the path to do that is to improve, the, is to build coalitions with others who are also trying to improve their lives and find out where we have commonality. The issue I have with a lot of B-1s, where right, is that they line
2: and intersect
1: Well, they intersect. But the issue I have with a lot of B-1s, right, is that they want the issue. They want it, They want a situation to where black people are being benefited. Right. And others are not. And I understand where that comes from. Right. Because black people, right, American descendants of the formerly enslaved. Uh, have oftentimes, through Jim Crow and other disadvantaged systems, right, have been singled out, right? So if you're singling me out for discrimination and hindrance, right, then you should single me out. For benefits. Unfortunately, that's not how the world works. And I realize that, right? And so, in order for me, in order for us to improve things for our group, we have to reach out to other groups of people and fill out where do we have commonality and where do we intersect and where can we build coalitions to advance our cause. Well, and everybody, his, everybody in a very recognizes very practical way. that
2: coalitions need to be built. We hear that from the other side. Yeah, we everybody do. Hear everybody that. recognizes that coalitions need to be built. It is a matter of us us being Republicans, realizing that uh, you're not under siege. Mm -hmm. And coalitions are important. And this whole forgotten middle class, we see you. You're not forgotten. Mm -hmm. And working together can be done. But it can only be done in a manner where uh, everyone benefits – and not just one group benefit. but
1: but see here's the deal though, right, so if my group as here's a historical thing, we talk about this a lot
2: and wh- and when I say that, I mean uh, we are not willing to work together in a manner where black people are not benefited, and everybody else is benefited but here's black the deal.
1: people have to be benefited, but when black people benefit. Everybody benefits. That's, that's right. That's the historical precedent. And, 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 and when we benefit and when we're treated better, when, when we're raised up, right, then everyone benefits from the thing, right? Because right. when black people are treated better, if black people win, we all win. That's, that's right. fact. You can look. That's a historical fact, right? It's not about I'm going to uh, benefit you as a black person and, and not benefit the other person. Right?
2: Well, and we in win. the timeline of humanity— you cannot have any um, nation or empire thrive if there is a class of people that's being oppressed in any way. That, that nation is, is vulnerable. That's a fact.
1: Yeah. And, and and this is and, 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 and I'll tie this in here because we're and this is why black people and uh, as a whole, the American descendants of the formerly enslaved. Right. And uh, this is why as a whole, as a whole. Right. I can't really get down with with uh, with socialism. I really can't. Right. Because I see the American system and how it works when people are able to access it. I see the benefits that are there. Right. For all Americans. It's just how do we get people to access it? And, it, and for the most case, for the most point, for, uh, for the major point, it's generally information of knowledge and, and getting people uh, the knowledge and information to access the system. Because at the end of the day, right, when there is a, when there is buffoonery, if you will, going on within a system, it is generally because the system is allowed to go on and not be challenged and there. People don't have the, 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 the knowledge and, and the specific skill set. To access that, and so that is where you and I come in, especially in the realm of healthcare. Is one to give that information to people so that the so that the free markets can work. Two, also to demonstrate to other B ones, right, Black first people, that this is how you do it by building coalitions. Yes, our our, our grievances and our gripes are legitimate. Right. But do you want to sit there and cry and complain in that you can. Right. And I'll listen to you most of the time for about 10 seconds. But then it's like, how do we change it? Right. And how we change it, if you look at the histor- from a historical and current perspective, is you've got to be the one initiating and building coalitions for your cause and finding others who are willing to build coalitions. And it's got to be political. Right. You have to be political and out there with politics and, and, and rallying people in specific spots in the system and understand how the system works. Agree or disagree, Tiffany?
2: I think policy is the way to change mm-hmm. things. Uh, and, and I'm confident that policy is the way to change things and you have to rule by the rules. But in order to rule by the rules, you have to understand the rules mm-hmm. and. uh on uh, across the board, a deficit of knowledge has been a winning hand for the fringe groups that are looking to keep a lot of nonsense going. And when I say deficit of knowledge, I mean deficit of knowledge that that the rest of us have had in regards to uh, any given subject, like healthcare. Healthcare, for example, mm-hmm. I work in healthcare every day. And uh, there are so many areas that people just don't understand. And in that lack of understanding, that's where more nefarious players can hide. If I can hide the information from you, Mm -hmm. I've got you.
1: Yeah. And so that's the push that we have. We, we continue to So build. we're
2: all about transparency. We're all about returning your power to you mm-hmm. and, and helping you to realize, hey, this is the here's what I actually can affect change with. And here's what I need to know to protect me. That, that's very powerful stuff. And when you begin to understand what you need to ask your doctor hmm What are the eight questions I need to ask my doctor about my kidneys? Yep. Wow. Those questions literally can help you preserve the, the quality of your life, uh, improve your cardiovascular health, preserve your kidneys, and impede diabetes. That's some questions you need to know, right? Shouldn't you know those questions? Mm-hmm. So providing knowledge. It's one of the first steps in getting, uh, in taking back your area, in taking back your neighborhood, and in, in beginning to grow economic power. You have to understand the systems within which you are working.
1: Yeah, and we are not, I'm not an advocate to burn down the system. No, I don't want to burn down anything. What I want to do is take a system where it is good, where it works, and I want to give access to people through knowledge and information and knowing what to ask, just like you said, where to go, and how to get those things that this wonderful country has provided.
2: And here's the beauty of our country is that you can reimagine anything. You can improve and reimagine anything we all know that healthcare uh you know i i used to erroneously say that our healthcare system is broken it's actually not broken it's operating exactly as it was designed to operate but that design is not right it our healthcare system should be uh, one that in, that works to improve the health and to have improved outcomes for patients and that's not what it is they're starting to say that they're starting to say that there's been legislation that was passed in the last administration to to do that in kidney health, for example. But but, but it's not designed that way now. So reimagining that. What is what does it look like to to have a system that, that works on your behalf? Well, knowing the questions to ask your doctor. That's that's the first step in, in getting there. Utilizing the proper medications. That's the second step in knowing what they are.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. It is always information. Information is uh, is important. Knowledge, knowledge is truly power.
2: Realizing Have- what the terminology is. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when we say diagnosis, we think that, uh, like in kidney care, for example, um, one of the biggest problems in kidneys is that uh, there yes. are five stages of kidney disease. Mm-hmm. Um, you are not, The best practice to say that. That your physician, your medical professional, diagnoses you uh, after three months of being in stage three kidney disease.
1: Or have an albumin level in of the
2: first group. three stages of CKD, chronic kidney disease. the the doctors advised by Cadigo, uh <clears throat> what is it, kidney disease, I always uh, forget and it. global outcomes. Will be in the footnote. Um, they they advise that the doctor our medical professional monitor the patient. Now, how that is being interpreted. What we're finding is that it is being interpreted by medical professionals that they see that you're in stage one. And they monitor but do not inform. They do not have to the inform patient. that is correct. It is not a requirement, it is a suggestion that the patient be informed uh, in stage three. In actuality, what is happening is that most patients are being informed in stage four. Now, there is no other uh, comorbidity or illness that one would see the patient in, like, for example, let's say on oncology, there's no uh, cancer that one would see a patient in stage one of uh, kidney cancer and say, well we're going to I I see that that Paula is in stage 1. But uh we'll wait and we'll tell her it's stage 3 because the probability
1: four. of her advancing is low, right?
2: Yeah, her her probability of advancing is low and so then we see her a few years later and she advances on to stage 2 and we see her a few years later and she advances advances on to stage 3 because this is over years of time.
1: That's important, right? So when we say at the beginning of this, of this segment, it's important to know the rules of the road. It's important to be co- you know. It's important to know those things, right? The rules of the road. How do we navigate in the system so that all people, right, can access the benefits of the free market system? And she just gave you the example of that. And you've been listening to On the Record with Kevin and Tiffany on nine thirty a.m. Home of Conservative Talk Radio.
2: Check us out at On the Record with Tiffany on YouTube. And all you have to do is look up On the Record with Tiffany and you will get to listen to us talk about freedom, opportunity, growth, and progress. If you like what we're talking about, or if you don't, check us out on YouTube, On the Record with Tiffany, and listen to what we have to say. Because we can guarantee you we're going to spark some debate at your house, just like at ours. And we're back with on the record
1: with Kevin and Tiffany uh, on nine thirty a.m. Home of Conservative Talk Radio. All right, Tiffany, that was uh, that was good, right? And so it's in what that last segment you explaining. And uh, having people understand the rules, right, and what the words mean, and we gave you that. And for me, words are very
2: powerful. Words are very powerful, and uh, you would be surprised how how often we're saying one word, mm -hmm. and we're saying the same word as as medical professionals, and and they're meaning something else.
1: Okay, so let me let me first talk about this because I want people to take a broad extraction of this, right? I want people be able to apply this, right? So. I believe that people need examples, right? You need an example of how someone's doing something. So, therefore, you can go, oh, let me take those same ideas, concepts, and principles and apply them into my area of concern. Be that concern, be economic, education, right, health, business. Those are the general areas that we focus on on the show. But right now, we're really doing a big camp out around health, Right. And understanding the process and understanding what the words mean. Right. Health
2: is super important.
1: And so that is because for you have us, nothing without your health. You have nothing without that. But that's because, right, our group disproportionately is impacted by diabetes, chronic kidney disease, and cardiovascular. But we're not the only group impacted by that. There are also others, right? There are Hispanics and there are also a large number of whites. Even though whites don't disproportionately make up a a larger number of people who end up in E S R D who have diabetes, right, by percentages, they're number wise, they make up the vast majority based on the number, just mm-hmm. raw number. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that's why that is a perfect coalition this, between us and what I like to refer to as white allies, people who are also being impacted by it.
2: Americans are being yeah affected by this.
1: But the reason we emphasize uh, 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 ADOS, right, is that I realize that I have a historical privilege in this country, that when I get things changed and better for me and my group of people, I also know that it has an impact on improving the lives of now, others.
2: I wouldn't say it's a historical privilege. I would say that it's a historical precedence, that when we come in and we kick down the doors for things. Now, you know, when people are talking trash about black people, I always say this to uh, my brethren, my black brethren. The strongest person in the room is always attacked the most. So, we know that when it comes down to being willing to stand up against uh, nonsense, that we have taken water hoses, we've taken batons to the head, we have done the work. We've walked across bridges, we've spent months putting up uh nonviolent protests and gotten what we needed years of that yeah, months and- in certain areas Years, but, it, we are there for the long haul, and we're the tough guys. We're the tough kids on the block.
1: But I want to, I, but I, with when, when you saying that, I want to attack because the, for the audience on the radio, I want to attack an idea that's out there, right? Because you just put out that hey, we have done that, and so you'll have people back in, in our audience. They'll say, "Well, you didn't do that." No, 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 no. Our ancestors did that, right? We and so you don't get to discount the accomplishment, but then want to label me with the things that we haven't done well, we haven't accomplished, right? We which is tip, typically and historically what people who are, who are claiming to be black conservatives come out and do. They well, will I don't ba- take that argument. They I'm will bash you. They that. will bash you as a group, right? They will say, "Oh yeah, black people make up this much of the crime," right? But then minimize the achievement, and that is the greatest turnoff for uh, for other ADOS who who want to come to the party. Huge turnoff, and it's something that I call Republicans out. All the time for it. Right. Look, and that's why we say if you're coming to the Republican Party as a B1, really? we want someone who can, who has a strong personality, who can sit there and present their ideas and be unmoved. Right. Because there's a tremendous amount of pressure and be being able to have a
2: movable mountain. And my attitude towards anybody that steps to me with that is one, I'm putting you down and two. Get out of my face with that.
1: Yeah. And Shut so, your face. <laughs> so, in order to be an advocate, right, you've actually got to come in and be an advocate. And you've got to be willing to come this in and behind the closed doors be an advocate. Mm-hmm. And even out in public, you've got to be an advocate. If, you if you're w- truly trying to rally uh, other no, ADOS if you to the party. If you want change,
2: you want change. Yeah. You want change. Not just rally ADOS, not just, oh, let's get to. No, you want change. This is what change looks like. Be the unmovable mountain. Stand what you say, stand for what you say you believe mm-hmm. in when we're all talking, and it's just us, and everybody's like, yeah, i do do what you say you're willing mm-hmm. to do. Post up, brother. Don't be willing to sit there and take all the you want to talk to this. I just want to be friends. i just want ain't no friends in this game I, what I'm here for is my agenda. Mm-hmm. You want to be friends? We can be friends, but I'm going to get what my people need come hell or high water. Yep. And then what's, no matter what.
1: But what's terrible about that part is that even saying that, we have to explain that what, when I get what I need, you also, it's going to improve the lives of others. We know it's going to improve the lives of others. Yeah, I know. In fact, I know that, right? But it,
2: I don't explain crap to them. You know, Tiffany,
1: I want to do a sidebar here, right? You normally tell me that I'm the intense one, right? <laughs> oh, I a-
2: personally don't see that. this. As yeah, intense. it is. This is the level of energy. You got to yeah, come. It really
1: is. You have to come with that level of energy. That, you got
2: to walk into a room and know that you know who you are and what it is you are there for. So
1: like here. So I'm going to give a perfect example of this. So you, you're talking to two passionate people, right? I really, really want this whole ra- this episode of the whole radio show to be an example, right? So Tiff and I, are we're passionate about this subject and you should see us at the house, right? And so that intensity and that energy, really right, right now. where you want to... Advocate. You're truly advocating and building coalitions, right? This is where we move beyond the talk and we get into the weeds. So oftentimes you'll hear Tiff and I go back and forth, and I'm like, okay, we agree on what we want. Now let's get into the weeds of how it gets done, yeah. right? That's where people fail, it's right? Huge. Especially we a, 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 as ADOS, right? We'll go, oh, I want this and this, and this can happen, and this can happen. And I say, OK, this is how we can make it happen. We got to get with this person. This person wants this. Then this nobody wants isn't. to hurt And then everybody gets cross. Everybody's like, well.
2: Oh, I, I don't want to offend such and so. Yeah, I don't want to offend wanna...
1: such and so. I, I couldn't see myself going into the Republican Party and doing so that. You, so, so you, you want to So complain. you want to sit
2: here with, with uh, bottled water and we can't drink the water.
1: Yeah. Oh, we just want to sit there and we want to look and see uh, on the south side of San Antonio, on the east and the west, the numbers of diabetes and diabetes related issues are, out, are unbelievably you look high. At the heat
2: maps, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And, then, and there's, there is medication that can help SGLT2Is. They've been around for, some people say, seven years, some people say, ten years. Uh, but it's a game changer. But it, it's a game changer. The National Institute of Health is saying it's a game changer. The NIDDK is saying it's a game changer. And yet our people don't know about it. But, and we don't want to offend the hospitals. We don't want to offend the doctors. We don't want to ask a doctor to, to prescribe this. Well, then what do you want? What do you want? Because for me, I want to see those numbers go down. So anybody I got to post up on is getting posted up on.
1: <laughs> and this is true. That's and how you're I hearing work. this and you're hearing this cross between healthcare and politics and our beliefs because the two are interrelated. Right, one of the things. Uh, so I got uh, two characters, right? So everyone knows that I am a big uh, Newt Gingrich fan, and Newt I read this article eh, twice a year, right? That uh, he's was, a good wordsmith. As <laughs> Newt Gingrich did this, did an, uh, did an uh, interview with the Atlantic, right? And uh, and there in in Atlanta, uh, Gingrich sponsors the chimpanzee. Uh, somehow he he sponsors the chimpanzee exhibit there in the in the zoo in Atlanta, Georgia, and he always says. At the end of the day, we're all basically chimps, right, who are trying to achieve our political ends. Right. And unfortunately, to achieve that, you have to make people feel uncomfortable when you're trying to achieve your end as you're building your coalitions and allies. And I really uh, believe that. Right. And then the second person, a quote that I often quote with Malcolm X, it's not that they're smarter than you. It's they're more organized than you are.
2: I'm a big Malcolm X fan. And, and so I, think the same I love thing.
1: those two blending those Get two organized. things is that we have to organize as we build political coalitions and uh, and build our allies. Right. And so you can you, we're doing that across things. Right. So one across different platforms and different topics that we feel are important. Right. So I always often hear people uh, talk about and they're not happy with education, educational system. Right. And I'm like, OK, we need more people who understand education, who understand how that system works to post up and sign up and, and get into the Republican Party. If you're in Texas, that's the route you should go. Because yes. the Republican Party so the controls all the
2: commission. Incredibly important. Yeah. Incredibly important. You, we want to see uh, um, accurate historical accounts of people who, of all of the people groups that have influenced Texas. Because mm-hmm. black people are not the only people have Yeah, you've got to be involved. Then, you, then you've got to be involved with with uh, school boards
1: yeah and you've got to have a strong personality right that you're willing mm-hmm. to push right and you and, and we and thick skin and thick skin you've got to identify where do we go in the system to cause change and sometimes that is public outcry other times it's public outcry plus additional policy you've got to figure out the piece of the pie and make it work right yeah. but it's easier it's easier for us to get on this radio station and just con- uh, and, and complain about what's wrong and how it's bad people are tired of that that's why I go nuts like people, action you have to figure out what actions need to be taken what actions need to be sustained who do I need to build coalitions with who has similar ideas or wants similar outcomes that I want and that's you how know, you change these I, things I say I'll, I'll give the, you the floor missus I'll
2: say this all the time My, Smith. I only have so much time left on this earth uh, and the one thing I've learned after losing seventy over 70 family and friends during this pandemic is that I'm going to play full out. You know, I believe that, that at the end of your life, everything that God put into you uh, that you could be, you would see. We'll see. We'll see. This is who Tiffany could have been. This is everything I put in you that you could be. You're listening to On the Record with Tiffany and Kevin you want to take action, join up with us. You've been enjoying
0: On the Record with Tiffany. We encourage you to share these stories with friends and family. You can listen to other shows by going to 930amtheanswer.com. And join us next week for On the Record with Tiffany on 930am The Answer.